Good day. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host for this Hacking the Red Circle conversation, where we talk to people in the TEDx world you'll want to know better. The show is designed to learn what it takes to produce, organize, promote, and create a world-class event. If you're an experienced organizer, you'll get some great tips. Veteran organizers share lessons they've learned so that first-timers can avoid common missteps. There are hundreds of amazing people in the TEDx universe, and we talk to a lot of them. If this is your first time to the show, welcome. We produce Hacking the Red Circle every week. You'll want to subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Now, on with the show. Hey, everybody. I'm back. Oh, I, I have been waiting for this conversation for a while. I've got Ralph Telmont, who is the organizer of TEDx Warsaw. And Ralph, you came on my radar about, I don't know, it seems like within the last year, there was a graphic posted by um, a guy you you work with, Adam uh, Lewinsky, who um, he made this graphic that laid out the world of what it takes to do uh, a TEDx event. And it was at that time, I really thought about my role as an organizer and how well he described the universe. Uh, so thank you for coming to be on the show. I appreciate it. Well, it's, it's, it's a real pleasure to actually sit and, and chat to you. And, and hi, hi to everybody listening. Uh, Adam actually um, is, uh, is a great friend. We've uh, now worked together for nine years. We've just had our eighth event. Oh, congratulations. Uh, what was uh, the date know, of it? A couple. Uh, it was the, you know, I forget. <laughs> always <laughs> in March, always on a Thursday. I think it was the 23rd, but I, I, now, I now forget. Um, so you're had just eight, finished. Yeah, we just finished. Oh, well, um, we've had eight uh, main events, and um, in between those, uh, in aggregate, I think that you know the team has done uh, probably about twenty, twenty-five others. So we're kind of somewhere around the the total of thirty event mark, and. Um, uh, Adam Lewinsky and uh, um, a couple of the other people uh, on the team. We've, you know, we've been working together since the very, very beginning, and it's been just a joy watching them grow and and expand their their capabilities and really grow into uh, becoming, uh, you know, high grade experienced professionals at whatever whatever they're doing. Um, and then, you know, sharing that learning and that that right. you know wisdom through uh, through the the TEDx project it's just been joyful so if i do my math right 9 years means you were in the first 100 maybe even sooner we were, than that it, we were event num- number 59 <laughs> if my memory serves we were one of one <laughs> to of be the oddly specific <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i looked it up some time ago and then i haven't since but it's certainly uh, you know around around there we were one of the first outside of the us and at, at being one of the first you were still um, inventing things as you went i mean there was a, a cert for certain the ted format so you had that to look at but the tedx was still being gelled you know what it is what it i mean that was okay there were 3300 events in 2016 
So imagine that. And then I'm thinking of the 30 plus events you've done. Uh, have you done salons and Warsaw women and Warsaw youth? Is that where the other events come in? Uh, yes, exactly right. Adam organized the youth events um, several years running. Uh, I did uh, uh, the, the first women uh, being an honorary woman, you know. Uh, of course, we as, all are. As every, uh, every good bloke is. <laughs> um, I did the first women um, years ago. There have been several uh, since then. Uh, some some TED Ed um, um, events, uh, lots of salons, uh, and also we, in addition to those, which are you know which are which are licensed events, we have taken to organizing community meetups which are smaller um there's you know only two or three hundred people who 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 come but they're very very different Uh, they're not licensed events they are they are events for the the tedx warsaw community and they are just as popular um, and people really enjoy being able to actually meet up after hours and uh talk to others in the community without actually, you know, sitting through um, a session of, sure. of, you know, talks and, sure. and then rushing through through conversations in the break and then another session of talks. And then, you know, how many people are at your main event? Uh, this year we had uh, somewhere in the order of 850, if I remember correctly, um, this was not the uh, the largest event. We the largest we had about fourteen hundred a couple of years back. We experiment with different formats and and different mm. approaches and different sizes. Um, the smallest we did, uh, of course, was the uh, the first one. And as it happened, one of the uh, the team members uh, had been to TED India uh, just prior. Right. Uh, so he had he had. Um, uh, you know, first first hand knowledge on, of of how to approach this thing. Um, the largest was fourteen hundred a couple of years back. Um, we kind of oscillate around six to uh, six hundred to a thousand. Um, the thing, of course, is that we get overbooked heavily uh, or, or, or oversubscribed uh, heavily by you know three x or four x. Um, really, without trying uh, very much we're not pushing uh you know if you call it I don't know, promotional angles at all because the only thing that would happen uh, we would be swamped and the the waiting list would be that much longer um we could fill easily fill the largest um auditorium in 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 the city but we're kind of somewhat reticent uh, because mm-hmm. you know you there is a there is the of course the danger that that the the in, you know intimacy of the of the right, event may right, 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 right. be sacrificed for 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 the sake of size you know i've i've got so many questions here do you because i'm i'm struggling with this myself in terms of a venue here for tedx santa barbara and we're at 300 and I love the venue because the intimacy, it's just perfect. And as you said, 300 was a small event. Uh, it, it feels the right size. Um, and we get courted by the other venues, you know, 600 
1800 and you know we could fill them but i i just feel like the sacrifice of the sense of connection that the speaker has with the audience where they can see them and see to the back row is important tell me something uh so nine years ago, what what was the conversation that someone had with you that you said, yep, I, I want to do a TEDx? Uh, well, that was actually, uh, that was a, a literally a no-brainer because uh, I had been f- following the uh, the larger TED adventure for, right. for, for many years um, since... Um, Worman was, you know, still still oh, running the show. Sure, sure, sure. Since, you know, I've, well, I found out about it quite early on in the piece, and the confluence of ideas is an ex- exciting place to be. I'm in the idea business, so that's, uh, you know, for me, this is a natural place to be. Right. Um, so when when Ted, in its inestimable wisdom, decided, decided to 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 open the the TEDx program, um, what actually happened was quite hilarious because three groups of people in uh, in uh, Warsaw uh, jumped at it and we got we all got the same email within a week saying why don't you why don't you fellows just you know oh. um, sit down and have a chat have a chat and and, and, and do it together which we did uh, and uh, you know we've been friends ever since and uh, people you know, the, the same group of people come and go um, uh, around the event, the some, you know, even the people who are not actively involved in right. in organizing it now are still in orbit, if you like. Um, so it's been an, it's, you know, it's been a terrific, a ter- terrific friendship building uh, experience. Uh, in addition to you know a really good experience in terms of uh, providing something very valuable to a to a large large community of people. That's that's a a, a lovely unexpected benefit uh, because we work so closely with our teams and we endure uh, challenges and obstacles and we overcome things together as a team and there's a there's bonding that comes from that. Um, our astute listener has noticed that you do not have a Polish accent. Where are you from? Uh, that would be that would be right. Uh, I'm I'm Polish ethnically. I have you know are Polish you? roots, as it's called. Uh, but uh, for all intents and purposes, I'm I'm, I'm Australian. Uh, although I spent you know 18 years in New Zealand and uh, in aggregate probably a year in India and two years in Hong Kong and um, I actually don't know what the accent is. You know, it, it shifts. <laughs> it shifts. You know, after after. After two weeks in New New York City, I start 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 to to, to sound sound like a New Yorker. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, it's malleable, you know. It's, it's it's a wonderful thing, but you know, it's 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 silly at times. You're you're a global citizen. Uh, you just mentioned New York. Will you be going to TED Fest? Uh, no, unfortunately not. Uh, I have gigs. You know those things, paid yeah, gigs, where, yes, where the, we, the things we do outside our of day job. running yeah. TEDx events. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've heard I've heard uh, of those. So, yeah. <laughs> how, how many TEDxes have you been to? I mean, I've got to imagine um, you because it's so easy to travel in the on the continent. Um, you can get to things easy. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually uh, actually quite quite cool. I haven't been to a huge number. Um, uh, been I've been to you know the, the, the main ones in in Poland. We're, we're actually you know, we're we're great friends with with Krakow. Uh, the, uh, the the southern capital, as I as I call it, you yeah. know, the city of Krakow. 
um, and uh, uh, I make a point of, of going there uh, every year if I can. There is another one which is run by an English friend of mine, uh, also in Krakow, uh, TEDx Kazimierz. And Kazimierz is um, a really interesting um, suburb of, of Krakow. It was the, uh, the old Jewish quarter uh-huh. uh, until, until the Second World War. Uh, when we, you know, we know, we know what happened. Sure. Um, and, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the profile of, of those two events, even though they're, you know, in the same city, right. the profile is, 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 is quite, quite different because, uh, um, is smaller, more intimate. And also they tend to riff off the, uh, the history of that particular suburb, uh, a, you know, uh, a little more. Not that, you know, the main, if you like, the big Krakow event hasn't. Um, I've been to Berlin. I've been to, um, um, God, a couple of, couple of the others. But um, um, the funkiest thing, actually, is doing, doing it in reverse, is inviting other TEDx organizers to, to our event um, as a group, which we do oh. on, a regular, on a regular basis. And we run... We run um, workshops and meetups for uh, organizers from from the region. Uh, we get people from Belarus, from uh, Ukraine, uh, Lithuania, which is just you know just north of here, um, the other Baltic Baltic states, uh, Germany, from uh, Prague, from Slovakia, from you know, Bratislava. Um, it's actually quite amazing to notice and i have done that uh over the years i think i I think i read that about about your event and what the question that came up to mind when i saw that was um i think the meetups happened before and i was trying to figure out knowing how crazed i am and my team is how you could manage because that's an event in in and of itself in itself yeah how do you do Um, that we we usually have a separate team uh, okay. of, you know, three, three, three people maybe who, okay. who will organize it. But the, the, the really interesting thing is that uh, um, the the moment the realization comes uh, that uh, the people who organize these things or have done um, consistently for a number of years, not one or two, but, uh, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight um, they're all different, but they're all you know, very, very similar in ways. You know, you, you kind of laughed at, at, at this global, global soul uh, idea, but even those people who haven't necessarily traveled hugely are still global souls. Their, their right. attitude is, is one of welcoming and openness rather, rather than, you know, going in the other direction. Very, very and it, much it's so. really, you know, really regardless of, uh, who they are, where they come from, and what, what they do for a living, and and uh, how old they are, um, because all those things may be different. Uh, very, very interesting. We, when you were talking about the difference between the two events down in Krakow, um, and and how they're very distinct in your mind, what is it about TEDx Warsaw that is uniquely about your city or your region? We try to. We try to kind of span the chasm uh, somewhat. 
because we have the position of being in the capital city and having been you know, the first and still being the largest event in the country. Uh, we kind of take that responsibility seriously and uh, we like to um, design the program in such a way that it actually reflects not just the interests of the people in the city, but the people, the people in the broader community, the country, mm. and even even the region. Um, so, um, so that is possibly possibly also you know the biggest challenge because uh, there are other events in uh, in Warsaw, um, local events and student events, you know, uh, university uh, events. Uh, their job uh, is uh, uh, substantially different. Um, ours being, for you know, want of a better description, a, uh, a flagship event, um, uh, we kind of um, we need more than just a couple of strings to our bow. Uh, we 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 look for input from from and about uh, the the region and also the globe. I mean, we look at the context of where the city sits. Um, within uh, a global context, in uh, in terms of um, our relationships with uh, with our neighbours, our relationships with the the environment, uh, the uh, you know this year our our theme was crunch time, oh. and and uh, you know we we looked at uh, some of the uh, very serious problems that are facing all of us, not just all of us in the city. Right, right, right. Um, but by the same token, you know, we're, we're not into um, uh, preaching, certainly, and right, we're right. not 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 into scaring people unnecessarily. So we we like to define the space within each talk uh, by the tangents, if you like, of um, the the uh, direction. Um, which the the speaker takes in describing their their the subject. So um, not talking about um, climate change and how it's terrible and how it's only going to get worse and we're all going to die, but uh, talking about climate change in terms of um, perhaps uh, the perspective of a data scientist. And uh, what he is doing mm. in relation to to uh, looking after the, the environment. Uh, so picking an area that is a subject, if you like, or, you know, subject matter that is um, more or less easily digestible as a as as, a, as bite size, rather than going really huge and really global, because you know that's just too big. Um, within that spectrum, so, somehow we manage to position um, what we talk about and how we talk about it. Um, but also, but always, you know, um, looking at uh, our subject matter from different perspectives rather than necessarily just slicing right through the middle and saying, well, there it is. Yeah. It, 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 you said something, a couple of things in there that, just drew a picture for me. You said there are more strings on the bow. 
So that was interesting. And, and we're coached by, you know, uh, others who have preceded us in, in how they coach speakers, which is to, you can take that topic and you can take the obvious a- approach, but you said we look to the tangents and it's, you know, what, what is the, um, we'll remember June Cohen did a, a very, you know, seminal talk on how t- for us to coach the speakers. She says, take it and look at it from a different point of view. Take that thing that we think we know and give us a different point of view of it. And it sounds like you're, I mean, my guess is you're well over a hundred talks, uh, with TEDx Warsaw. What do you know? I mean, it's what 120 talks, just kind of roughly doing the math. Um, well, uh, if you take, uh, eight main events and, uh, somewhere between 15 and 20 talks each. Yeah. Uh, plus music, plus musicians, uh, and then, uh, salons and then, uh, women and all the other ones. Um, I haven't counted them, but I suspect we're sort of, we're in the, in the 300 range. So um, that's, we that's haven't a... coached, we haven't coached all of them. Uh, we, we, we don't necessarily always get, get a chance to coach all of them, but we certainly try to coach, um, as many as we can for the main event. Uh, and, uh, I mean, my day job is, is, you know, communications and, and, uh, consulting on, on, on communications and on innovation. Um, so I do this on a daily basis. Um, take a subject, um, look at it, uh, understand it, and then explain to the client, well, if I don't understand it, um, we can assume that no, nobody else will. <laughs> Um, I think we're in the same job. <laughs> so, so that's the kind of the attitude that we take when working with our speakers, because um, you know the TEDx audience uh, is uh, you, know, you know these are above average human beings, and they will they will bite and chew and swallow uh, uh, pretty much anything. They will understand it. You know, they will, they, they, you know, give it, give it to them in a format that actually they can, they can, they can uh, digest and they will understand it. But, um, you know, it does need to be presented in such a way that, uh, it's something other than, than a highly technical presentation, for example, right? right? If, right. We're, if we, right. if we're talking, we're talking about scientists. Um, we've had, uh, some wonderful, you know, occasions to to work with, you know, leading uh, microbiologists and neurobiologists and and uh, uh, what have you, um, and having real barneys about uh, the content and the style of of, of presentation. Uh, ultimately, um, these people come back and say, "Well, that was a really enriching experience." And can I please use, use, use those slides that we created together oh. in my, in my lectures? Um, that's happened on, on multiple occasions. Uh, and, uh, not just with scientists, but part of whose remit, if you like, is outreach. You know, um, people who, um, are just, uh, uh academics, uh, working on research projects and teaching. Um, and all of a sudden, their their eyes open up to the fact that uh, you know there are different modalities of communication that are just as valid. Uh, and right. uh, the question, the question that you know, simple question that you need to you need to answer at the beginning is who's who is listening. 
knowing your audience, right? So exactly I, right. So my next question it has to do with um, your superpower, right? You've done. I mean, you just said over well over three hundred talks, the thirty plus events. I mean, we definitely you have run the miles uh, in this uh, arena. If I were to give you these six superheroes or areas of focus, tell me which one strikes the bell as the one you are closest aligned with organizing, collaborating, producing, marketing, curating, and partnering. Um, well, I've, you know, I've done all of them. Of course. Of, uh, of, absolutely. Uh, as, as, as many, many of us yeah, have. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that uh, I think I'm particularly good at is uh, curating from a perspective of clarity, um, huh. Huh. Um, of delivering clarity, which is what it's what it's all about. As you know, when, whenever I I uh, work with um, let's say business executives in my professional practice, right. I keep repeating like a, a mantra, sort of a broken, <laughs> broken, broken, scratched record. You know, it's public speaking is not just speaking in public. Um, this is, this is, there That's is my more t-shirt to it. for the day. Everybody is public. Yeah, sp- say know. that again. Say that again. That was great. Public speaking. Public speaking is not just speaking in public. Just because we have the hardware and the software, it doesn't mean that we use it the same way every time. Um, and the fact that we work within the confines of the format of a person standing in front of a group of people talking for a specified period of time, that gives us the framework on which to hang the content and the delivery, um, which is, of course, different than um, you sitting uh, with a bunch of, bunch of mates uh, chewing yeah. the fat. Yeah. which is, of course, different than you standing in front of uh, a class of students at a, at a university yeah. delivering a, a, a lecture. Um, these are all different modalities of communication, and they uh, uh, all have their own rules, and there are certain things that work and others that d- don't work. Uh, and the bottom line, of course, is not uh, it's not about you speaking. It's about them understanding what, whatever it was that you had to say. If if, um, if our listener doesn't do anything except hit the pause button, rewind, and listen to that again, that mm, is the mm. most. Say that again because that was that's so mm. important. Um, well, this, it's um, it is so simple, but it is absolutely crucial to the success of any kind of public speaking communication. It's not about you speaking; it's about the people listening to you. Um, understanding what it was that you meant uh, as best as possible and, and taking something away from it in their, in their heads. The act of speaking and delivering itself is only half the equation. Mm, mm. Um, and if they don't actually walk away having understood at least some of it <laughs> and got right. the general gist of it, right. Uh, you failed. Exactly. You failed and you've wasted your time and theirs. And it's, and it's just a dis- disrespectful way to treat the opportunity right we we um we the way i frame it in my mind is i look at stepping onto the red circle as an act of high stakes communication and the Mm. amount of effort that everyone has put in 
collectively to get you to that point in time when you can step onto the red circle and launch your idea into the universe, which may potentially change the world because it happens one idea at a time. You, you got one shot. And you, to your point, it's the, the respect and gravitas that you want to pay to that. And, and it, at your point, what you said, it's not about them. So they have to be able to be ego free when they step onto it and then be all about delivering so that the audience receives it. And it's a, it's a very nuanced thing that happens. And when it happens right and everything comes together, it's, it's absolutely magical. It is magical. And the thing, the thing that actually, uh, I can say with a degree of certainty is that, um, while there are certainly no recipes, I mean, there are zero recipes. Uh, if somebody tells you that they have the recipe for the perfect, you know, talk, run, <laughs> uh, run the other way as fast as you can because they're lying to you. Um, there are certain principles that, like in any discipline, right, uh, can right. can help de help deliver. Um, ultimately, like in, in any discipline, uh, be it you know music or basketball or, or uh, archery or sword fighting, um, once you have actually gained a level of mastery of the the the, the discipline, you can then deliver something that is yours uniquely uh, and you can deliver it with fluency and and precision and clarity um, none of which are available to you until you have actually gone through the process of uh, trying to figure out um, how to do this thing and um, it's you know it's difficult it takes time um, luckily luckily uh, both in you know in my professional practice and in terms of the the many hundreds of people we've worked with at uh, at TEDx as you know as our, as our speakers, um, most people while maybe initially being somehow somehow pissed off about having to invest all this time, mm. uh, ultimately they come back and and say this has been fantastic and right. it's been really a grow growing experience. We've we've had some you know, a wonderful emails from our speakers this year um, that I remember. I mean, we get speak, we get, we get email, email, emails every year, but you know, that these are fresh, fresh in my mind. And they all uh, talked about how uh, looked after they felt, mm -hmm. how, um, you know, we, we guided them without, you know, being uh, too pushy. I mean, we're fairly pushy at times, but, uh, without being too pushy, um, and you know how how much of an enjoyable, difficult, but an, you know ultimately enjoyable, enriching experience it has been. We have to be pushy. I mean, we really do because we know what works. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but it, we're 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 very very careful. And uh, this year we had uh, uh, a whole new uh, speakers team. Three wonderful young women: uh, Ola, Camila, and 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 Marta. Um, who really took the, the bull by, by the horns, took, you know, grabbed the responsibility, ran with it, and uh, coordinated the entire, um, you know, speaker effort. After, um, after 30 events across the whole spectrum of, of the TED 
X universe. What's been the biggest surprise for you now, nine years later? You know, the biggest surprise came actually at the very, very start. Uh, the, the first event where we just decided we were going to do it. There were six of us. And we decided we were going to do it. And uh, uh, Adam, uh, being a student at the University of Warsaw, got us some space at the uh, the library um, auditorium. Wonderful, wonderful space, really cool. Um, we put it together. We thought, okay, well, it's a TEDx event. Ergo, there's a TED thing, so we need a round red thing. <sighs> Uh, to lie on the floor, you know, because it's like it's a style thing. So yes. I guess we better use it. Um, we we did a couple of things right. We um, uh, started to work with uh, a really good production company to take care of the audio and the vid and you know the, the video and what have you, and a really good live streaming company, um, and uh, who incidentally have been with us since ever since. Um, but the thing that surprised me was just how receptive people were to this thing mm. uh, from from the get-go. We had no publicity. We didn't really have uh, any social media presence back then. It was you know it was two thousand and uh, early two thousand and ten. Um, it, it was essentially word of mouth, and it was already overbooked. Uh, and I and I and I thought, oh blimey. <laughs> Uh, the 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 uh, um, the hunger mm. for mm. Uh, somewhere for normal intelligent human beings to meet and chat yeah is huge yeah and if, I, I, mean, I even I even wrote a piece a magazine piece piece about that for a kind of you know a current affairs quarterly uh, here about that experience and how um, the way I saw it was we didn't build a community. We just um, provided an opportunity for it to gel. We it did, feels we, like we, there was a, uh, a, the, a great untapped desire for these people to come together to, to share the ideas. And yeah, you just yeah. went, oh, here we are. And everybody got, here we are. Oh, thank you for being here. Uh, yes. And that worked. I, I, I'm curious, though, with as much success as you've had, is there a dragon that continues to poke their head into your business. I mean, into the, the, to this whole thing that you continue to grapple with. The dragon probably, uh, it's, well, it's name, I think, uh, and it's a long name, um, is, um, thou shalt, think more carefully and long-term about getting sponsors for this damn thing uh, <laughs> further, further ahead than thou dost usually. Um, no, we, because we, we don't have a sponsorship manager. What, what are you looking forward to at your next event? Um, probably altering the approach to the the main theme we've talked about this uh, briefly uh, so far because you know we've only just put the last one to bed um, but we've had themes that were very very 
broad, all-encompassing. You could really hang anything off it. Um, crunch time this year, you know, we've had themes like looking in, looking out, which could be about introspection and, and inspiration, that sort of thing. We've had, um, you know, the first one was under the theme of collaboration, um, which, um, as I realized, you know, after we published it, uh, in, you know, many European countries, that term itself uh, uh, carries certain very unpleasant uh, you know, um, his, his, historical connotations. Sure. Um, we've had uh, themes that were very, very broad. So I think quite possibly next year we will have something that is a little more down to earth. And we've got some ideas, but you know I'm not allowed to talk about them yet because um, the team has not spoken. Um, I, I but know something the feeling. Which, you know, the, something, something uh, that is a little closer to everyday life. Um, uh, yeah. If I, if I were to, um, speaking of sponsors, if I had a magical global airline partner, and uh, I keep saying this, listener, and you keep hearing me say this at every show because I know that that one is going to appear here somehow magically in my inbox with a ticket for you to go to any TEDx in the world. Where would you like to go? Oh, it would have to be somewhere South America. Um You know, somewhere deep in the Amazon uh, or Rio de la Plata or... I, mainly because I've never been to South America, but mm. uh, also because because um, I suspect the local uh, frisson, the local energy would be would be very different, uh, f- familiar, and uh, you know, feeling kind of yes, nice and co- nice and cozy on on the one hand, but quite quite different, or maybe Africa, you know, or maybe Africa. Um, yeah, maybe some, maybe somewhere, somewhere all you know, altogether different, somewhere in the, the outback of Africa. Um, my my problem with Asia is that you know you put me anywhere in Asia, pretty much, and, and I feel right at home. Um, uh, give me a you know a cup of, cup of coffee and a, and a, and a street corner, and I'll, and I'll st- stand there and quite happily watch it forever. Um, South America, I've never been to. Uh, uh, Africa, I've never been to. So, yeah, one of those two continents. I'm, uh, I would say I'm working on a project right now, an artificial intelligence project. And my development team is in Brazil, in Curitiba, uh, Southern mm. Brazil. And, uh, there's like four TEDx's in the region. And I was just like, I love, mm. I love my job. I love this universe. Uh, <laughs> the people who we get to meet and hang out with are so exquisitely wonderful and smart and, and energetic and passionate and, as you said earlier, you know, you're part of this larger organization and you're contributing to this, you know, these ideas that are going out into the world. As you earlier alluded to about sponsorship, you know, start early, work often, getting money to produce an event is very challenging. And I like to end the show with, um, the best hack, which is how do we produce this, you know, a very, very high quality. You used the word flagship earlier. How do you, how do we create an event with, you know, little to no funds, a hundred percent volunteer workforce, um, everybody contributing. What's that? And it's, it's not a trick, but it's, I mean, it's like, it's uh, 
it's something that you guys have figured out. It's like, if we did this, the organizer who's listening right now is going to go, boom, that's the hack. What is it, Ralph? Well, the thing, actually, the thing is that the genius of, uh, of the, the, uh, the TEDx license system. And, um, you know, I don't know if, if Chris and Lara and, uh, uh, the other few people in in that you know room in New York City all those years ago uh, actually could see it. I suspect they had an inkling. Um, the genius actually lies in this being a volunteer event. Uh, people people do it because nobody pays them, um, uh, and we do it as well as we can uh, because nobody pays us. That this the passion thing is the best hack. Uh, if you can actually build that into the culture of your team, and if you actually work with, you know, as a leader, uh, if you work with the team from the perspective of uh, um, very deep respect for for everyone's time and effort, and uh, a, a joy of uh, creating something together, something that actually, you know, really has no right to exist because, you know, like, why? Right, right. If you can trigger that passion in people, um, that is the hack. Uh, the, uh, everything else you can, you, you can figure out, you know, uh, where, what you put in, in, the ba- in the bags, even, if, you know, whether or not there are bags, you know. Right, um, right. But also, so this, the, that's the main thing. The second thing is actually building cool experiences for people to, to, to plow into in addition to the talks. Um, we work with, um, quite, uh, we have several times worked with uh, a guy who actually is a, a CGI, a, you know, computer graphics guy. Yep. Who, uh, who left that, that business and uh, set up a storyteller's museum in his house, oh in his basement. Gosh. So he travels the world and, and collects, you know, all sorts of weird and wonderful stories and paraphernalia. Um, he has extended that into a sort of a modern storytelling angle, um, which, you know, is now his business. He goes into companies and sets up workshop and workshops and and does does sessions with you know cool toys and building blocks and stuff like that. Um, so we've had those sorts of things a few times where um, you know we don't give people defined objects; they need to define the purpose and the meaning of those objects uh, as they as the, as they play. You know the the idea of play is something something hugely important. I think in the context of of this 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 whole insanity called TEDx, because you know it's all it's a you know the funniest thing the funniest thing. Um, I after after nine years, uh, I've kind of ended up ended up having reasonably high profile in 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 this city uh, as as a result of my hobby. <laughs> You know, it's my hobby that takes, it takes, you know, two months of, of uh, full-time work, in essence, uh, and then, you know, six months of part-time work. Um, 
And the delight in this is, you know, this is this is me playing. You know, I'm nowhere nearly as well as well known. You know, which you know, my 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 bank manager looks uh, looks at, at this with a with a you know, um, grim face and a, and 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 a degree degree of seriousness. I'm nowhere nearly as well known uh, in you know in my professional practice as I'm as I'm as I am through my hobby. Uh, but I, th- I I kind of find it wonderful that you know through play, I get to. Um, extend my understanding of the human condition if you want to be really um, highfalutin um, or simply work on uh, uh, building a community and and you know um, polishing my communication you know my, my communication skills if you want to be more more practical about it uh, there are many angles to this 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 Crazy activity. Um, was as I'm sure you know, uh, organizers who've done it more than once or twice have already found out. And um, um, you know, just coming back to the point I made a minute minute earlier uh, about the genius of it um, being a volunteer-run effort. I don't think um, this thing would have been anywhere nearly as successful. And in, uh, nearly as imp- impactful if it ran on money instead of love. As it is, uh, the, as it is the growth of it and uh, the impact of it and the fact that, you know, out of the 16 people or so that we put on stage this year, some, you know, a couple, of were, a couple were, were professional speakers, some were highly accomplished um you know, uh, scientists and 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 what have you, and uh, one or two were people who we just thought needed the chance of being able to stand up in front of a group of people and and share the story. Uh, one of whom has never done any public speaking whatsoever. Oh my gosh! Um, you know, so that was a fairly scary scary experience for her. <laughs> um, all this adds up to. Uh, Really, an ecosystem of possibility, you know, and of uh, wonder and of imagination that um, I just don't see uh, anywhere else. I don't think it has uh, arisen anywhere else, and certainly not 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 at this scale. And it probably would not have done uh, had the the terms of license been been different. Ralph, this conversation has been spectacular. You, um, you definitely are a gifted communicator. You have a way of turning a phrase. Um, I, I, I normally have one quote that I can pull. I think I have 10 quotes and at least two t-shirts and one bumper sticker, uh, that I'm going to pull out of this. Um, you, for, for listener, if you're a first timer, um, this is what it sounds like. This is the wisdom you'll get. If you're, uh, an experienced person and you're listening, because uh, we've had lots of experienced people and we're all listening to one another's conversations, you, you will feel, uh, this in your bones. And uh, I would uh, encourage you to go look at the agenda for the last TEDx Warsaw. 
and go look at what they did with their breaks and workshops. I, uh, I want Ralph, I would love to come back to you uh, in a year's time and talk to you again, because there, there, we left some on the table. Uh, and I want to, you know, make sure we get, we'll, we'll get to that. So Ralph, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a, a real treat for me. Um, most spectacular pl- pleasure, actually, Mark. Thank you. Um, and, uh, uh, as the listener may have noticed, I'm somewhat chatty. So uh, we're, we're do, good. We're do, good. Do, 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 do hook, up, hook up with me on Twitter. I'm, I'm easy to find. And uh, uh, on uh, Facebook, um, uh, Ralph Talmont Creativity, really easy to find. And I love, love to, uh, to hear from you guys and, uh, and hear some of your stories because really that's kind of what it's about. It is. Ralph, thank you so much. Thanks, man. Ciao. Thanks for listening to Hacking the Red Circle. Have an idea for a guest for the show? Or would you like to tell us your TEDx story? Just drop me a note in an email to mark at hackingtheredcircle.com. Please be sure to rate, write, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Makes a huge difference. And share the show with your team as we seek to grow our audience around the world. Until next time, this is Mark Sylvester, your host for Hacking the Red Circle.